from the land of the rising sun to just north of the border. Strong style meets street style here on this very podcast. And you're listening to the Osaka Saint, the Saitama Superstar, the Mad Titan of Tokyo, the American Kaiju. But double your pleasure, double your fun, because right now you get two hogsmen for the price of one. He's the hombre with no nombre. Mi hermano from another mamo. He's the world's greatest Rudo. El Numero Uno. That's right. You're listening to two of the three Hogsmen. Big Duke, he couldn't make it this episode. He'll see, he said he'll be here next week. But ladies and gentlemen, it is June 22nd, Monday night. Devin Sparks, the kaiju is back. I don't know where the hell you were last weekend, but you know what? It's great to have you back, bud. Thanks, buddy. I, it was just uh, it was just one of those things where I needed a break. I was a little burned out on the uh, the old lungs here. You know, it takes a lot out of me to do the El Numero Uno bit. Uh-huh. I don't think I get enough credit for it. Uh-huh. By the way, um, that should be a shirt. How is that not a big shirt for you? El Numero Uno, like 10 N's and 5 O's with a big exclamation uh-huh, point at the end. Uh-huh. We could sell it on Pro Wrestling Tees, which is where you bought the American Kaiju uh, Flying Knee t-shirt that you're wearing right now. I am. I supported my brothers. Uh, Duke, I was wearing his shirt earlier at the gym. Felt good. Felt stronger. You went to the gym? I went to the gym, yes. Yeah, like a real are, gym? Yeah, gyms are open, dude. You have to wear a mask? Yeah, like it's almost like a restaurant, kind of like when you're walking around, you have to wear it, but like when you're at the station, obviously, like you don't want to like. Oh, that doesn't make any fucking sense. None of this makes sense. Now you're getting tested before the match, no matter what. (laughs) I'm not doing that shit. Actually, no, the gyms are like empty. Oh, really? Mine is like empty. It's great. It's like imagine going to the gym on like a Saturday night at like eight thirty. That's how packed Mm -hmm. the gym is. That's packed for the gym. There's nobody there. It's yeah. fantastic. I love it. And they're very like every everybody's like kind of doing the right thing. Everybody's wiping down machines. Everybody's doing you know obviously you don't want these things to shut back down. It's nice having a little bit of normalcy coming back. So people don't want to lose that. So I think a lot of people are trying are trying to do their best to keep that stuff open. There's a I don't know if I mentioned this before, but there's a guy in my condo complex where his his uh garage is just a total like a total package gym it's got yeah i know he's got deadlifts in there he's doing um he's doing bench press he's got what is it the the bar in the corner where he's doing shoulders basically and 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 presses um it's like the angled bar it's got a hinge at the bottom oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah. um and he's doing that and like dude i i feel like such a a loser because all I want to do is walk up to him and be like hey man can I pay you like 20 bucks a month to use your yeah. <laughs> to use your garage gym dude that's the first thing when all this COVID stuff hit and everything started shutting down uh, gym equipment you couldn't buy kettlebells oh really yeah like you know luckily I had some dumbbells and all that kind of stuff and you know I was able to put like a discount gym together mm. in my in my garage but yeah, man, that's like the thing. Like people were buying up gym equipment. They they those sales probably skyrocketed. Dude, when I get my first, uh, I haven't bought a house yet. I'm not a big boy just yet. But when I'm a big boy and I buy a house, either the garage or a spare room is going to be completely made over into a gym. Completely. I have no interest in going to a gym ever again if I can create the gym that I want in my house. Yeah, I mean that's that's cool. 
I would uh, I would do that if I had the I'm, space. I'm addicted. So you know how uh, my wife is addicted to these shows. I don't know what your wife thinks uh, of this stuff, but she loves like the home makeover shows. Yeah, yeah, and, you know, yeah. I DIY this and that. Yeah. I've become addicted online to seeing these people who um, repurpose old barbells and um, weights and they like they clean it up real nice and they make it look I mean you could whatever paint job you want on it so it all matches and their gyms look their home gyms look incredible but I'm like addicted to that right now that's my thing that's my fix I go online I'll look at these people redoing their their gym equipment that that to me is that's my like that's my you know my wife would want a brand new kitchen knock this out no I'm gonna redo a whole gym and put it in the house that's what I'm doing yeah my wife went through a period where she was uh, all about the home remodel shows and my biggest nightmare was coming home and her like having taken out a wall just being like yeah it's a uh, what is it the support wall she's like it's not a support wall so just <laughs> knocked it out and it's like oh god Fuck now, it. but now she's back onto the cooking shows oh yeah my wife's doing that yeah so but she does, she's not as much into the the home remodel shows so Mm. Yeah, man. So, so uh, we're talking about COVID because there's nothing else going on in professional wrestling right now at all. Not big news going nothing on. Nothing at all. Just another. What the fuck is happening? What the fuck is happening? This is. The world is a changing. This is unreal. Um. Yeah. If if anybody out there listening, uh, I'm sure you're all well aware there was a lot of. Uh, People that got outed um, for sexual abuse, harassment against women and men. Yeah. And men. Uh, there Some shockers. Uh, some shockers. Because Devin and I <clears throat> know some of these people. Uh, Devin has been in the game a lot longer than me. And he has known these people for a very long time. <laughs> you, what, what do you want to say, Dev? Dude, I'm... I mean, if you're reading online, you you know who the names are. I, I, I don't know. Other than reading some of these stories, I don't know anything else. I don't know what's confirmed and what's not. Um, but if it's enough to make you delete your Twitter account, it seems like it's probably yeah true. Um, dude, it's so. I was, I was talking with Adam about this, man. I am. It's it's it kind of just shook the foundation of of everything I knew because a lot of these people like that were mentioned from SoCal. Mm-hmm. Um, or even there were some in Texas and whatnot where I'm like, dude, I was friendly with these people. I don't he, think we have to like hide their names. It's pretty well documented. I know, I there. know, but I, 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 I don't know. It's hard to say. I don't know. It's kind of hard to say. If something's proven false, though, I don't know if you could be liable for that or whatever. So I don't know. Uh well, they, we can say it's alleged. It's allegedly. Allegedly, I guess allegedly, that's the way there to. You go. But I, I think a lot of people like it seems they've like already they're made, pretty. They've already made statements. Right, right. It's just. Dude, it's one of those things where it's like, dude, I've been, you know, if I, I was never friends with them, like, me and you were tight. Me and you were friends. Mm-hmm. I was never friends with some of these people like yeah. that. But I would consider them friendly or ask for advice and things like that. And it's just, dude, it's 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 a mess. And, you know, what do you, like, who, was it you that said this, Adam, that said uh, you compared one of them to the Harvey Weinstein of wrestling? Yeah, the big name. <laughs> who, Mike. You can say it's Joey Ryan. Ryan. Yeah. I basically heard from a bunch of people that he's basically the Harvey Weinstein of wrestling. Like, See, it's, it's... Everyone feel like he could get further if they... It's so weird because <clears throat> I, I don't know that... I don't know, maybe it's just because I'm not a woman. But, like, so a lot of this stuff, like, I feel like I wasn't 
trying to be deaf to these things? Was it just not exposed in the past, or was it uh, was it you know hush? hush? I have no idea. I, I don't know. I, I mean, I I don't I don't I don't know. I I don't outside of wrestling shows. I unless you're a close friend of mine like you, mm-hmm. um, I don't talk wrestling to other people. So I guess I keep to myself, and maybe I, I have blinders on. I don't know. But some of the shows. Well, that that's also like what I was thinking. You know, you and I, I think the reason we get along so well is because you and I, we, we're we in the business, yeah. but we're not too deep in the business. We don't go out really and hang out with too many people in the wrestling business. Right. Um, you and I go to shows, we do the job, and we go home because we're both married. Yep. And you and I basically just are like, we don't want to go party. We, we, we're, we're past that in our life. Right. I don't think, I, I don't think there's ever a time... <laughs> Where I party, there was a, maybe I would go out for dinners. I'd go out for dinners and stuff after the show and hang out for an hour. But for the most part, it was always like, all right, I got to get out. It's a long drive home. Yeah, you know, San Diego's a long drive from L.A. or Elsinore or wherever the hell, Arizona, Vegas. You know what I mean? It's not one of those things where you're like, unless you're staying the night and you've got a hotel booked, you're not trying to hang out and party. Yeah, it's all. It's just it's one of those things where it, you know, it is kept almost kind of hush. But it's and then a lot of times when you hear about it, it's you heard it from somebody that heard it from somebody. Oh yeah, yeah. So you're kind of like, well, I I don't know what what to really believe. Is that valid or is that hearsay? It's 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 it's, in, it's, 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 it's a it's a it's a not a good not a good situation. That's all I can say. Right. And I and this is another thing. this is one thing I was unbelievable. I saw. Um, a conversation being had online. I screenshotted it to I think you guys as well. Um, and it mentioned three promoters that I'd worked for. Mm-hmm. Three promoters that had been involved in some shit that I had no idea about. And I talked to Adam about it. I'm like, yo, did you ever hear about this? He's like, yeah, man. I was, I was talking about it the other day. And I'm trying to think, like, did I ever hear this shit mm-hmm. that went on? And again, like you said, oh, you may have heard it from someone who heard, heard from someone. But it's one of those things where if you go... Oh man, I'm not gonna work there anymore. That guy was, or, or oh, so and so is not gonna work there anymore because they were trying to fuck his girlfriend. And you're like, oh okay, like all right, it, it's 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 one of those things that how is that, <laughs> you know, how truthful is that statement? Not truthful, but like how accurate? Because yeah. I could be like, oh, he was hitting on my girl. Like, dude, fuck that guy. I'm not gonna work for him again. Yeah. But then like when they're like, oh yeah, he was trying to fuck my girlfriend, and then you find out, oh, he was trying to fuck his girlfriend. <laughs> yeah. Or like he was trying to, it's. It's a mess, man, and it's it goes all the way to the top. I mean, I guess, you know, of course it would. Of course it would go all the way to the top because it's not like this is strictly an indie wrestling problem, right? It's a people problem, and you're going to have assholes and pieces of shit of all walks of life, whether you have a WWE contract or you're an indie worker. Mm-hmm. But some of the things that I was just reading, I mean, I was sick. I was sick. I was physically sick yeah, all day. Reading that stuff, it, it it definitely it doesn't make you feel good about the business. And I want to say this, uh, you know, one of the victims that came out is uh, Heather Monroe, mm-hmm. the first lady of the Hogsman podcast. That's um, a good name for her. Former, former first guest. lady of the Hogsman. And lady. she's a girl that I, you know, I, I'm I feel like I'm pretty friendly with her. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I've helped her out, like get her bookings. I actually stayed in a hotel with her room with her in Vegas. It w- we were doing extra work. It was Che, myself, and her, and then uh, Jarek One Twenty 
showed up like real late mm -hmm. like he showed up at like four in the morning i got there at like midnight because i was coming from arizona mm -hmm. and then we went and did a uh, uh extra work the next day and like the whole night like we basically like che heather and i just kind of like stayed up talking it was right after my tryout so i kind of told them what was going on with that and uh you know I, I've, I've helped like heather like get like a booking up at wcwc and stuff like that and i've always just been like really cool with her so to hear that she had to go through that you know with obviously somebody that she was engaged to i i've I, and and i knew doug also and it's just it's it, it hurts to know that you know like that kind of that was in the background i guess like that's where nobody you know you couldn't see it dude it's so weird because um wrestling is full uh i think wrestling i think there's a lot of industries wrestling uh hollywood Music, which I guess is somewhat Hollywood, but I would think acting, music, wrestling, maybe to an extent sports. Mm -hmm. I think it's, I think, you know, it's so, everyone is vying for those top spots, and there's so few top spots. Mm -hmm. It seems like that's a place, maybe politics too, but that's a place where you're going to find those people exploiting their positions to mm -hmm. get to another yeah. level. Yeah. And it fucking sucks, man. Mm -hmm. um, it was so funny because I was. <laughs> It's not funny. I don't know why I said that. <laughs> but, like, I feel like TJ has been just getting the shit kicked out of him. You're talking, <laughs> the, you're talking about Perkins? TJ Perkins has been oh, getting yeah. the shit kicked out of him the last couple weeks. Like, I, I know um, during Black Lives Matter, he posted this, like, you know, it seemed like a very well thought out, heartfelt post um, that was, like, five, you know, screenshots long or whatever. And yeah. just got completely shit on for saying it. And then he posted something for this. It was the hashtag speaking out movement about he had some shit happen to him when he was coming up into. Um, through wrestling and no one has talked about that at all you know mm -hmm. I guess it's because it's the other way around you know a guy and two girls or girl women were putting in, putting it on him yeah um, I didn't see that one actually oh you didn't see that no I didn't see that yeah one. he had posted he was 15 at the time and he had women um, you know pushing themselves on him and I you know uncomfortable kid with it obviously and it was a problem for him and spoke out and I think like that got no recognition whatsoever mm-hmm but it's just it's wild we've seen some names for guys on shows that we're uh, oh yeah I don't know if you peaked I don't want I don't, I don't, I don't know like what they just do it it doesn't matter <sighs> well so th obviously another big name in the southwest southern California area uh, was uh, Sandra Moon she's a little bit newer she's from Vegas okay uh, I didn't see this no that's, this is the one with Swade Thompson I don't, I don't see. I don't, there's so much shit that's happened. Okay. I have no idea about it. Well, so she she's obviously a young female trying to come up in the business, uh -huh. and Suede, uh, also known as Vance, uh, he was not. He was trying to mentor her, uh -huh. and that mentorship went over the top, and it started becoming a point where he was trying to use. His uh, ability to get her booked and all that kind of stuff, and and, and maybe not being uh, responsible about it, you know, started trying to get into a, like a sexual uh, area. So I, you know, it, it's hard just to kind of even describe that. Like I, you know, it's just it's so weird. But I feel so bad for these girls, and I completely understand why it's hard to come out because you're you're a young person in this business, and and you want to get to the next level. And you don't want to ruffle any feathers, and you have these things happening to you, 
and I, I just I don't know. It's See, it's crazy. <clears throat> you want to know? It's so weird. As I was thinking about this the other day, and I was like, dude, I don't think I've, I don't think I've seen it personally. Mm-hmm. I don't think I've seen it. I was like, I know I've heard some shit, but again, it was like you were saying, like, oh, you heard from someone who heard from someone, and you're like, well, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna put that in my piggy bank, you know, in my memory here, but I don't know, I don't know the truth about it, but I'm gonna lock that away. I'm gonna remember it next time I see these people. But I was trying to think of like, fuck, have I seen anything like this before, or has anything like that happened to me? And dude, something like that has happened to me, and it was like, I pushed it off, I brushed it off, cause like mm-hmm. this is so fucking stupid. Um, it was the first time I was ever training. First time I was ever training. I trained for like a week at this place, and uh, it was the promoter. And I was outside with my buddy who came with me to film this shit. I was I was 17 years old, mm-hmm. 17 years old, and I was filming this for uh, my high school senior project. And uh, my boy was there with his camera, helping me set this video up so I could put it together for whatever the project was. And we go outside. It was done like one of the final days, and I'm getting ready to take off. Hey, thanks for everything, all this. And this guy just starts talking like looking at the moon like oh man look at that moon like blah 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 hey man you know if you're gay that's all right <laughs> like out of what? the blue he goes he goes you know there's a lot of gay wrestlers and and uh you know it's not it's not a big deal you know if you're gay if you're if you have a thing for guys at all it's not a problem i won't, I won't i'll make sure not to tell anyone and i'll keep it to myself and i'm like at the time i don't think i i don't think i was like you know, dressed in a manner where I was, yeah. <laughs> you know, I don't think I had said anything or done anything. I'm like, uh, all right, man. Like, <laughs> my buddy walks up and he's like, what the fuck was that? And he's sitting there, he's like, he goes, you know, uh, you know, Sean, uh, he sucked Vince's dick to become champion. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't know about that, man. He's like, no, it's true. Everyone knows about it. He sucked Vince's dick. That's why he became champion. And, uh, everyone knows. It was a huge, huge secret in the industry. It goes off on a tangent about something else as well. And I'm just like, all right, man. Well, I gotta get the fuck out of here, and uh, this is this is really really weird conversation to be yeah. having right now. But I always brushed it off as like, what the fuck is up with it? What was that guy all about? What a weird fucking thing to say to someone, especially like yeah. a seventeen year old with someone else there. And you look back at these things, and it's like, dude, if I had been a seventeen year old chick, mm-hmm. and someone was saying that, you know, a lot of people, you know, <laughs> you know, Trish fucked Vince to get the title. Yeah. <laughs> you know, fuck Trish. Fuck Vince to get the title. You know that? No, yeah, sucked his dick real good. Anyway, what are your aspirations? You want to be a title holder? Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's just one of those things and I was like, fuck, I guess, you know, something like, it's just so weird that this, this business, promoters especially, I've seen so many fucking assholes. Yeah. And, and it's weird because you think of them and you go, oh yeah, they're assholes. They're scum. Yeah. And it's it's just, and then you find out these layers peel back, and you hear more shit, and you go, okay. I uh, God, like this is it sounds like you just said that right, like where I had this like weird moment. Yeah. I this is going way back. This is to my like eighth grade. Right. Before I say this story, I'm I'm not scarred from this. You know, I'm not. I don't feel traumatized or anything like that. Like I don't feel taken advantage of. I'm gonna say this story just because of. It, I, I look back at it now and I go, what the fuck? <laughs> you know, because at the time, actually for years afterwards, I never thought of anything about it. Mm-hmm. And then you like fucking look back at it now. Like this is like a handful of years ago. I look back at it and I go, holy shit, man. Like that was not okay. <laughs> so I was in eighth grade. Okay. I joined the wrestling team. It was the first year they had the wrestling team for eighth grade uh, because, you know, uh where I'm from, eight, uh, seventh and eighth grade is middle school, mm-hmm. and so they they had eighth grade uh, wrestling, 
And I was like, sweet, I'm going to join the wrestling team. And we get brought over to the high school. Uh, they have a wrestling... Uh, I'm just imagining you with a full ponytail and beard at the time. No, not at all. <laughs> Baby face this could be. So uh, we, we go to the wrestling um, room, I guess you would say. And uh, there's this guy. He's probably like 19, 20, something like that. And he's the wrestling instructor. Like, he's the coach. Like, he's the one there that's, like, every practice. I don't know what his affiliation is to the school, mm-hmm. but, uh, you know, he's the wrestling uh, coach for us. And we're doing, like, drills. You know, and I, I say, like, a lot of the time it was fine. Like, mm-hmm. we were, like, you know, learning how to wrestle and all that kind of stuff. But then every once in a while he would have us, like, do these drills. Like, you know what? Uh, I'm sure you've done You did a lot of them because, you know, you're, you trained in Japan hard. Um <laughs> Uh, Hindu push-ups. Yeah. So a Hindu push-up is like uh, you, you, you're you in push-up formation. You throw your hips up and you kind of – how would you describe so it? So if you don't really think about yoga, you would do a down dog. Yes. <laughs> you do a down dog straight down and then you, into like a snake pose. Uh, is, is, uh, is at the top of the, up the dog, Hindu push-up. Right? Yep. Uh, right? Is that what it's called? Downward dog, upward dog? Downward dog. I don't know what upward dog is. But you go yeah. – so you go down and – I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, look it up. Down dog into a snake pose, basically. Push up. And, and then you back. would push back up, your hips back up. Yep. So they would have us do those, the Hindu Hindu push-ups. And while we're doing them, the coach would have us say, while we're doing them, counting them off, oh, mother. Oh, mother. Weird, right? That's weird. Like, like you're almost like having sex with like a mom, I guess. <laughs> but at the time, you're like, whatever, dude. Whatever, like you know, this is you know, this is like what nineteen ninety seven. That's why you're never getting 96? signed. Ninety six, ninety seven. Oh, I'm, I'm I'm so not getting signed. <laughs> uh, it's like nineteen ninety six, okay? Because right. I went to high, my high school years were ninety seven through two thousand. Um, so this is ninety six. So you would do that, right? And it was kind of like awkward, and you would feel because you're eight, you're in eighth grade. It's kind of weird. So then every once in a while, this coach would would sneak up behind you while you're doing this. And he would put his finger right where you're when you were uh, when you were finished with the Hindu squat and coming to re- back to reset. He would put his finger right there, and it would like go in your ass crack, right? And listen, guys, you're looking at me like I was. I, blame me, I'm not traumatized from this. It's no, just, I know, I, I don't think things, you are, but I was like, I knew, I figured that's where you're going with it. Yeah. So you would, do, you you know, you go. Like I look back at it now, and I go, "What, the? dude? That would <laughs> never fly." I mean, it shouldn't have flown back then. But no. back then, you know, you're just kind of being like, you know, you think it's kind of like an initiation thing, right? Oh, Jesus, well, that's it, terrible. Well, I mean, that, <laughs> that's that's, that's the mindset, right? You got to be, you know, you part of the boys. But I look back at that and I go, "Oh my god, that was so not okay." So, by the way, guys, uh, I had one wrestling match got pinned in forty five. <laughs> Pinned in forty five seconds. You should. That, that sounds like guy. a typical Mike Camden match. You should. Oh man, I would. I'd pray for a forty five second match now. Uh, By the way, you had a match at a Level Up show where, this you, where guy, you you shit on a guy in two minutes. You said, watch me go out. I'll curtain to curtain three minutes. I uh, I uh, I had forty five. Yeah, I got pinned so fast. I got I got brought. We all got busted to school, and they go. By the way, that's your opponent over there, and. Uh, I look, and this kid is jacked. Mm. He's like ripped. Yep. He's got like riblets. He's got oh, like gross. biceps and triceps. And I'm like, 
what the hell? <laughs> like, who the hell is that kid? Like, I'm not, like, that ripped up at that age. You should have stuffed yourself before the match. You weighed in wrong. And you're like, ah, oh, I really wanted to I didn't even I know really until, like, to face you. until, like, almost like I was in my, like, singlet and I looked across. And, uh, and. You need to wrestle on a singlet now. Dude, he, right at the whistle, the, he shot him, double legged me. And from there, it was just, like, <laughs> downhill. Just man. huge. Just down. downhill. I, I swear to God, it was, like, the most embarrassing thing ever. But, anyways, like I said, I'm not traumatized from that. Right. I just look back at it now and I go, oh, man, that would have been so not okay. You know? Yeah. Um,. I want to. I want to. I want to keep on this very fucking depressing subject, but I yeah. want to tell you something real quick. This is how dumb I am. <clears throat> um, I went to one of the most prestigious uh, wrestling high schools. No, the most prestigious wrestling high school in all of California. Poway, right? Poway. Yeah. They fucking won CIF championship after CIF after CIF. I had really bad asthma in high school. Like I was that shitty guy when you're like, oh, you got to run the mile, and I'm like walking half the mile, just feeling like a dipshit. Um, but it, like I, I heard what they had to do. Like, what is your training? Like, oh, you got to carry this guy. You got to piggyback this guy on your back and run up and down this mountain mm-hmm. like multiple times and do this. I'm like, I will never do that. I'll never make it. There's no way in hell with my asthma I could do that. And I said, ah, fuck it. Um, but I decided <laughs> when when I was 17, my asthma started getting better. I'm like, I want to, hey, I want to try this wrestling thing. Like, I found a school and all that. And. Uh, <laughs> I decided they're like I was talking to one of the wrestling coaches well why don't you try out for the team I'm like I don't want to do the real shit I want to do the fake shit like the real shit's not going to affect the <laughs> fake shit whatsoever and then I saw um, well, of course obviously you get involved in it and you go oh oh wow oh this would be a lot that would have been very helpful if I had done <laughs> wrestling oh, yeah. in high school and you see guys like Gable and Angle and all this and then I saw something online the other day someone had tweeted something before the shit hit the fan and wrestling was destroyed for a good reason. Um, but he was like, just making fun of people. Like, oh, you said you've loved wrestling your whole life, and yet when you could try out for the team in high school, you said you weren't going to, you know, you didn't go out for the high school team. And that was me. I, I, I fucking loved wrestling my whole life. And yeah. I, when it came time for it, I want to do the real shit. That's stupid. I want to rock bottom someone. I want to stone cold stun someone. And yeah, here I am. No, I think that's why I joined the wrestling team because I was like, pro wrestling i love it and you were, <laughs> there's a wrestling school like wrestling team let's do it and then you're like oh yeah it's not the well, same thing i would watch dude these guys at, at the school were so hardcore and they were men they were fucking men dude they were men at 14 years old it was insane yeah. wrestlers are tough man they're like they're, but watching them you know drink and spit all day oh, like, oh i gotta lose weight and they're just spitting all day to lose up two pounds before a match disgusting and you watch all their ears come back they're all fucked up i'm like eh, i'm all right i remember yeah the, the the guys in high school wrestling uh my friends they would chew now and laters because that would cause that spit saliva. saliva and they would spit all day and it so just made you want to like to, it was like dude just get away from me and they would lose so much weight one of my friends he would lose so much weight his skin would be almost like see through yeah it was terrible could you like this is also another thing this would never fly nowadays it still does I guarantee it but I guarantee it I, I feel like they have a lot more restrictions on it uh, they have restrictions but they're like hey you're not supposed to be doing this but wink wink if you do this uh, it'll help. maybe maybe you would do it you'd get a leg up Maybe, I don't know. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I you don't know. You would. I don't know. If it happened for pro wrestling, if they're like, hey, look, all you got to do is chew now and later and fucking spit all day, you're going to be, well, maybe. main event, baby. Maybe. Um, uh, back to back to uh, everything being completely destroyed. Dude, I, everyone's saying like, okay, we're going to start a new, who was it? Was it GCW? 
uh, I think I saw a tweet uh, on the way here. The GCW is had they're hiring some new women to head their new women's division, mm-hmm. and they're saying that like you know things have to start fresh, and we're starting now. And I think that's <clears throat> that's a good start. Obviously, a lot of indie companies don't have the ability to do that, um, but I, I mean, where do you go from here? Because you wrestle on wrestling on shows, obviously it seems like this this right here what we're seeing on Twitter, this is wrestling court. This is wrestlers court. This is happening in real time. This is wrestlers court in the middle of a fucking quarantine when everyone has social media. And this is how they're handling shit. You know what I mean? A lot of the stuff you read, you're like, that should have been handled by the police. And unfortunately, in the wrestling world, there's a thing as wrestlers court, and here we are. Now I've never seen it happen in real time, but we're watching it happen right now on Twitter. And shit is hitting the fan for good reason. But we're going to see stuff cleaned up. I don't know where it's going. I don't know how you can continue to clean it up. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I don't know. Got a lot of the stuff you go, that person will never work again. Yeah. That person will never work again. It, it, it's one of those things like, um, is there redemption for this? Can somebody redeem them? Dude, some of the shit, there's no fucking way. Yeah. Absolutely not. Yeah. No redemption. Um, but moving forward, what do you do, and how can you make it better? And I don't know. I don't have the answers for that. Well, I think a lot of um, places, like the schools, are, are. I've seen a few people, or not, not a few people, but like a few posts. I can't remember exactly what schools they were, but they were talking about like if there's female wrestlers only having a female night, mm-hmm. a female trainer. Mm-hmm. Uh, if somebody's getting picked up or taken to the airport, they got to go with two people. Um, that's smart basically what the police do right right the, the police have to do that with like if a male mm-hmm. officer arrives and uh, has to arrest a female they have to bring a female officer with them to the prison or mm-hmm. jail or whatever um so that's good um that's good I, I i really hope people start to who experience this kind of stuff speak up but that's they, the problem is some of the stuff i was reading is uh they would speak up to the promoters and they didn't do anything about it i think now they they kind of the game has changed. Now I think if you speak up, it, the promoter needs to. I don't know. After we'll what see. just happened right I now, hope so. I think they they need to take. They need to, they need to see now how serious it is and understand that it's one of those things where you can't play the I didn't know uh, thing anymore. So, I didn't know. So where does this go moving forward for companies like WWE and Impact and MLW? Like. I mean, how extensive a background check could you do, right? Because if this stuff isn't being reported to the police, if it's not being, if it's being recorded to, if it's being reported to promoters, well, there's not a promoters login where you go in and you go, hey, by the way, you can't hire this guy because he did this or that. So how are you? What's the difference? Because I bet, I mean, a lot of these guys pass background checks. I'm sure. Are you talking about? Are you talking, about are you talking about with the major companies? Yeah, with the major okay. companies. So what do you do? What's different? You just scrub social media and have private detectives scrub social media and try to find shit. That's what they do. Yeah, yeah. But apparently, I, there's a lot of. Well, and I, I'm I'm pretty sure the the bigger companies have an HR department. Um, I mean, I know WWE, dude from some of the stuff I've read, that HR department ain't doing anything. Yeah, I don't know, man. I I don't know. I, I tell you, the truth, I don't. I don't know. I uh, you learn and you. What put, does this do to intergender wrestling? Anything? I don't think so. I don't. The king of intergender wrestling just got busted for being a yeah, but weirdo who was only. Uh, I I still think it's possible. I mean, there's as long as I think if a female feels comfortable wrestling a male, you know, if she's comfortable with them, let it happen. If a female doesn't feel comfortable wrestling a certain male, 
then listen. Right, of course. Yeah. Um, I think intergender matches can <clears throat> can still happen. You, you know, you just you, you make the you make the female feel comfortable. Right. I mean, yeah. I mean, I don't. Think, I, I wrestled Ray's, and I was yeah. like, Ray's. I just want you to kick my ass the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah, basically I mean, that's it. Let me tell you something. You didn't have to tell her that. She would have done that anyway. <laughs> I know. Um, yeah. No, it's it's just interesting. Like, would, would obviously society changes every every ten years? There's a brand new, you know, some rule put in place, usually for the better, that you can't really go back. You can't go back to that. Like, yeah. would, would DX fly today? Oh fuck no! Not a lot of attitude era stuff would not fly. The, the the signs in the crowd would not fly. <laughs> Triple H literally did a monkey walk one time when Mark Henry was outside the ring. Oh, Jesus he's, Christ. Dude. You show that every once in a while. And oh, my God. Disgusting and gross. Well, they, they, but he, 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 he dressed up as The Rock, too, so that's technically blackface, blackface right? Yeah. They all did. Yeah. Oh, fuck, but that's right. The whole DX dress up as the Oh, man. I think, I think Xbox had the worst one. Well, I mean, back then, <laughs> back then, I mean, I was in high school. I didn't know that was a bad thing. You, you know, I had heard of it. And even seeing it, I was like, "This is hilarious." <laughs> like, I it didn't. I think the problem is right. If it's if the intent is racial, or if it seems racial at the time, then it's like, okay, that's that's really fucked up. But if, in wrestling, I don't know. I guess wrestling has a history of it, so maybe they thought it was okay at the time. But you look at it back now. You look at it now, and you go, "Whoo! Oh yeah, boys, what were you doing?" <laughs> that that attitude era, man. It, it, it's it's it pushes the boundaries. It would never fly. It would never fly. Never fly today. Kind of been flooded either. No. Why? Because the whole group was just the whole nature of the group was just very like stereotypical Japanese Asian like. I agree. I agree. With I'd that. have to rewatch some of their stuff. No, I agree with it. I just remember them trying to chop off uh, yeah, Dalvinus. That, that was hilarious, man. Schlonger. <laughs> um, yeah. So let me ask you this: So DX wouldn't fly. What about DX wouldn't fly? Um. Well, they used to do like uh, a lot of dick stuff, right? They used mm-hmm. to like. Uh, remember, they had like the super soakers mm-hmm. that were shooting off white stuff. Yeah. Um. Didn't they have like they did a thing like uh, with barbecue and talking about uh, China's salami? Uh huh. Uh-huh. What else? What is there something else? That, so how is like that have, different from the hogsman? And if you if you want the tip, you got to take the whole hog. Does that mean we have to change that now? You know what? I, that's funny. I was thinking about that. <laughs> What is your guys' gimmick that you're two pervy guys running around? No, uh, I mean I do, I do, I do the uh, uh, major league uh, gimmicks where they're running around the bases doing the ball thing. Yeah, marbles, marble, marbles, marbles. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, listen, I was thinking about this. Yeah, I was thinking about this today. It's weird that we, I think we were yeah. both thinking about this. And I, I'm going to put this out there: how the the tip and the hog thing yeah. uh, happened. That way, people go like, "Oh, okay, I get it." So I got hit up by a booker, a promoter, whatever, mm-hmm. asking if I, I remember this. I if if um if I could if I would work for him, and I was like, "Yeah, you know, I'm do I'm in a I'm in a tag team now with Devin Sparks. Uh, you know, I'd like to really get this going." Blah blah blah. And I told Devin, and I go, Devin, this guy, uh, he texted me or he messaged me and, and asked if I would work for him, blah, blah, blah. And you asked, like, okay, can we do a tag or something yeah. like that? And that's what I and that's what I responded. Yeah. If you if want the you, tip. If he wants the tip, he's gotta take yeah, the whole hog. Yeah, he's gotta hog. take the whole hog. <laughs> so it, it was a it was a joke, like basically like if you want me, you gotta you take, gotta take Devin, Devin too. Yeah. So that is the origin 
of that catchphrase. Yeah. Now, I'll put this out there. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> if you don't think that's appropriate nowadays, hit us up. Uh, and, and if you feel like it's not appropriate and you want to take it out, I'll fucking cancel that Yeah, I, I, I'm fine with that too. I like, I like it, especially because I've just remembered the origin when you told me. Yeah. I like it. Um, but yeah, we're just thinking about all this shit. I'm like, fuck, I don't know if that'll fly anymore. If it's no good, let us know. We'll, we'll take it down. Yeah, I'll stop saying it. We don't have any shirts with that slogan yet. No, no. <laughs> but I'll probably get that numero uno thing going on. That's a good one. Um, and also, like, you know, still, like, on the, the subject of this stuff, I kind of got involved. I, I you know... Um, no names. Uh, no, I, I will not name this person. I will not name the promotion because I don't even want to give them, you know, the, the notoriety or the, the, the time. But I got brought into it, um, and I, and this is something I don't really do. I don't like to get into like online battles or anything like that. And if anybody who follows me on Twitter, I'm sure you saw it. Um, you know, it's it's something like I said. I don't like to get drawn into. But this person has been messing with a friend of mine, and then he eventually started, me- you know, being harassing uh, my friend's girlfriend, and. I just, I, I'm sorry, you know, everybody has a, a point. Mm-hmm. Everybody has, like, a point where it's like, I'm, I'm calling you out on this. I'm calling you out. So I did it, and I got kind of, like, drawn into it. And, and afterwards, after the thing's all said and done, I felt almost embarrassed that I got, dra- like, drawn into it. Yeah. You know, it feels disgusting. And, you know... If you guys look at my Twitter, I deleted all of it. Why? I'm not. It's not because I don't believe in what I said. It's because it just feels disgusting. Mm-hmm. It's like a stain, you know. It's like a stain. I had to like erase it. And I'm sure people. Uh, uh, what do you do? Uh, ca- uh, screenshot. Screen- I'm sure people screenshot. That's fine. <clears throat> but the thing is, I just wanted it off of my feed because it just did not feel right. I felt disgusting, and. You know, this is a if for anybody out there that still wants to go to this guy's shows, for any wrestlers that still want to work his shows, hey, if that's what you want to do, go for it. But if anything happens to you, your friends, girlfriends, don't say you didn't know. Don't say you didn't know. And that's all I'll say about that, basically. That's all I'll say. It's so weird, man, because I, I try to make it a point to stay out of absolutely everything. Everything. I just have no fuck. You know, it's like we said, like, we go to a show, get in, get out, get on our way, get mm-hmm. back home, right? We got wives. And I'm like that with everything. Um, always try to keep a low profile. But, yeah, with, with everything going on, the one you said you felt disgusting. Mm-hmm. You, you felt disgusted after that. I think this whole thing has just made everyone feel a little disgusting. Um, and also, it's getting to the part, point. I'm starting to see some things online that have dude once this stuff starts people are just throwing people under the bus mm-hmm. and it's not about sexual assault sexual abuse anymore it's not about people abusing their position of power like I'm seeing some stuff that are just people just trying to get shit cancelled this guy was an asshole this person's a piece of shit but it's like yeah that's really shitty it sounded like a bad you know mm-hmm. thing that happened but mm-hmm. it wasn't like sexual abuse sexual assault this person wasn't stalking you this person wasn't it was just like oh they were an asshole to you once yeah like, where does it stop you know, what I mean, at one point it's like it's like with all the protests, and then you have the assholes who are burning shit on fire that weren't part of the protests. They're just trying to they're there to create chaos. Yeah. And some of the stuff I'm seeing, I'm like, dude, it's taken away from like the actual victims, the real message, the real shit that they have to say about this. And 
it's just so fucking toxic that you and I were talking about even just like, dude, I don't even want to be on social media anymore. I, I, I want yeah. to delete it. I want to not be around it, not see it. I mean, there's nothing positive since the beginning of COVID, really. Yeah. Nothing positive yeah. has come out of... Uh, well, I guess, I guess again, not positive. All these things, these accusations that are being brought to light, positive for the victims. Positive, hopefully there's change involved. Hopefully these people, you know, pay the price or, you know, whatever, whatever, whatever needs to happen to them. Hopefully those things happen. Um, but as far as just, you know, if you're not involved, just the things you're seeing, are just it's one shitstorm after another. Yeah. And it's like, what else can 2020 bring? Yeah. For us, what like who else is gonna be a like victim? Who's who's the next thing? Like we had okay, old people, right? They got fucked with with COVID. Uh, people of color with the police. Everything's happening with that, and that's still going on. Mm-hmm. COVID's re-upping again now because of all. <laughs> all the protests and now you have the speaking out campaign where you're just hearing about all these people who are totally fucked over and it's like I feel so bad for anyone listening to this episode of the podcast (laughs) this is (laughs) so bad I'm so sorry I don't know what to say no you're correct man I I, we were we were texting about that earlier like I almost feel like I just want to deactivate my Twitter and my Facebook and maybe just have Instagram because it's just it's just pictures um and ladies and gentlemen, if you do notice that I don't have a Twitter or a Facebook, that you know, maybe I made that choice and I just said, Hey, you know what? I'm just gonna I'm gonna take off and, and maybe just not have social media except for Instagram and it's not be I don't know, man. I, and I feel like people don't I don't I, is ignorance bliss? You know, like that's the phrase. I do think what is happening with people being called out and the sexual abuse and the harassment and all that kind of stuff, that's a good thing. That is a good thing. But, you know, it just it doesn't make, you know, seeing a lot of negative stuff like that happening in the world, it, it doesn't make you feel good. You know, like it, it, it takes a toll on you, like it, mentally, I think. And I think that's a good thing, though, because that means you have a fucking conscience. Yeah. That means yeah. you have a moral compass that yeah. when you see this stuff, it hurts. It hurts. It hurts. It drains, man. It drains. And that's what I told you before this started was that's what sucks about wrestling is <clears throat> wrestling doesn't give back much. If you get signed, hey, good for you. It's it's starting to pay the bills. If you're super over on the indies, congratulations, it, it worked for you. But for the most part, I mean, this thing sucks your time, mm-hmm. your money, your energy, your body, your brain, um, you know, your friendships. Everything fucking suffers around wrestling. And so it's like you've given all that and then all this, you're just finding out, wow, I'm surrounded every, you know, it just seems like everyone I'm surrounded by is either a victim or is a piece of shit. Yeah. And that it, it's so much harder to, you know, to be excited about going to train or, yeah. <laughs> you know, when COVID ends, going to shows. and Yeah. I, it's funny you say that, like how much like, you know, wrestling doesn't give back. Right. You know, like, and that's a, that's the a phrase, uh, the business owes you nothing. Yep. And and Gangrel used to always say that when I was when I was uh, up around him in in at WCWC in uh, in Oregon, he used to always he used to always say this: "I love wrestling more than it loves me." Mm-hmm. You know, and it's it's kind of true. You know, you, you love this business more than it loves you because you're not guaranteed anything. Mm-mm. So, I don't know how much longer we want to go. Like, you know, this is here's the thing. All you female victims out there, your male victims, I'm sorry to mm. hear all this. Uh, it's it's an it's unfortunate, and I hope please... things change, man. I hope I hope that there's, you know, 
there's already gonna be changes because of COVID. Yeah. So there's gonna be wholesale changes now. I hope. I hope. Yeah. And for any of you future people that are, that are interested in becoming a professional wrestler, if you you know are listening to this, understand that that is not the norm. That is not the norm. Having to put up with some kind of abuse like that, uh, be it sexual harassment, uh, just verbal harassment, I guess you would say. Yeah, you know, you're going to get, you know, maybe yelled at because you're not doing a spot correctly or you're, you're doing something dangerous, right? Yeah. But when it comes to, you know, sexual stuff or them asking for sexual favors or anything like that, like, it, it, you know, there is, a, there is a, a line. If it feels wrong, it's probably wrong. Yeah. So... What do you think about before we before we? I, I mean, I think we're probably gonna end this episode real soon. I, I, I want to do something else before we end this, but go ahead. Okay. Um, what do you think about minors training to be wrestlers? Um, I I think it's fine. Coal miners, not coal miners. Yeah, coal miners. <laughs> <laughs> well, they have bad lungs. I think. I don't think they're... they'll get blown up real fast. No, uh, miners under the age of eighteen. I, I'm fine with it. If I had a if I had a school, I would request that the the parents maybe be present. Mm-hmm. Uh, or have more than just one trainer present, maybe both uh, of both sexes, male and female. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe a, definitely a background check for any trainer, for any trainer that is doing student classes. Man, I, I disagree. I, I don't like it at all. Any anyone under eighteen, even though I started under eighteen, I, mm-hmm. I dude, when I found out um, back in the day about kid. When I was wrestling, and I heard about kids' age when he was first starting to train. I was like, "Oh my god! Like that shouldn't be. That should not be okay mm-hmm. for him to be doing. Like, good for him. It worked out for him. You know, he's traveled the world, and you know, there's some people, especially down in Mexico, right? You hear about how young Rey Mysterio was when he started. Rey Mysterio Jr. Uh, Dom told me he was like 13, four when he took his first bump. Oh, what? <laughs> something like Jesus. that. I mean, he was born in the business. Well, he was 13 when he wrestled, right? His first match or something like that. I, dude, he was young, bro. But it's, like stuff like that, I understand. I, I see where that is, but more often than not, I hear just these horror stories of yeah. people under 18 doing this thing and it's like man it's it's rough enough as it is finish be an adult first you know be able to make your own decisions you think you're smart at 15 16 17 <clears throat> I know I did but there's no way in hell I would let my kid train right now at 17 years old mm-hmm. it just wouldn't happen yeah. but I was just curious about that because I read some as all this stuff was coming out and th- I was reading Articles and things that people are saying about, hey, these are other changes in addition to these security measures yeah. um, to prevent sexual assault, sexual abuse, abuse of power, things like that. We should also be restricting training to be 18 and older. We should be restricting these types of things. Um, well, I, I, this is actually interesting because I, I just had this conversation. But um, if you are if you're a professional wrestling school that's going to allow uh, minors to train, uh, it's a responsibility that you take on and you have to make the environment as safe as possible for them obviously mm-hmm. right not if you choose to do that it's on you and you provide the the, the safe atmosphere um, I just came from uh, my karate class prior to here shout out to practical karate and I was talking to the owner of the of the studio and he asked me about Matt Riddle obviously Matt Riddle uh, comes from MMA mm-hmm. and he is now uh, part of the WWE but MMA MMA websites were st- covered uh, what was going on with him because he's a former uh, UFC fighter and he came to me and he goes hey how about what what's going on with Matt Riddle 
And by the way, don't you just love that when if someone knows you're a pro wrestler and there's any name in the news about wrestling, you have to know about it, right? What's yeah. Going on? Yeah. What's going on with this guy? Like, well, and I was like, I don't fucking know. I was I like, wrestled in front of twenty people sometimes, and and I had to like tell him like, yo, that is like, you know, like just one incident. Like I'm like a lot of shit exploded this weekend in, in, in the professional <laughs> wrestling business. But uh, we were talking because he, you know, uh, he has a karate studio. Who has had a lot of problems with child abuse, pedophilia, karate studios, karate instructors? They've had a lot of incidents. I've never heard that. Oh, it's a, it, it's big time. It makes sense, I guess. So he told me, because he obviously has like a lot. He has, he has his two sons who train there, and he... Um, you know he has kids classes, of mm-hmm. course, and he says he has things set up. He has security cameras. He always has to, you know, like uh, have like uh, like two people, like something present. But he has. He tells me he, he has all these. Um, uh, what do you call? Uh, Just measures in place. Measures in sure place. That... Measures in place because that is an industry where they've had this kind of problem also. That's wild. Um, you know, sexual abuse, child abuse, all that kind of stuff. Um, I immediately said that when he's when 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 I was talking about you know what was happening in professional wrestling, I go, holy crap, it's the same thing with you guys. And he goes, yeah, karate, you karate instructors, big time. Um, so yeah, man, it's crazy. It, it, it's it, he told me it's people in the position of power, people in the position of power. You know, like that's where it can be taken advantage of. Is that yeah, it, it, it's that's so weird. I would never thought. I wonder if it's the same in MMA schools, not just karate karate classes. But I guess MMA doesn't really have One, no, young young kids there. I've though. read reports in MMA everywhere where there's the ability to take advantage. It's happened. It's happened. It's just it's it's just how, and I don't say it's just how it is, but it's an opportunity for people that want to take advantage of somebody. That is the position that they they try to to get into. I know it's it's depressing, right? It's fucking yeah, it's, depressing. it's it sucks, man. Um, but anyways, I think that's about like that's a lot of time on that subject. But I think we are both on the same. How long have we gone, Adam? Fifty minutes. All right. Let's... I think we're both on the same um, yeah page uh, about how we feel about it. I like I said, I'm, I'm terribly sorry to all the victims. I'm sure there'll be some. I, I'm sure there'll be. Uh, we'll find out what uh, if there's some support. That can be given. We'll figure out what that is for the next podcast. We'll list that off. Yeah, of course. Yeah, definitely. Sure that if, if there's someone that can get help from it, let's make sure we can cover it. Um, but let's not end, you know, because I, I was thinking, you know, you and I were texting earlier and it was kind of just like, you know, I think we were on the same thing that wrestling's not fun right now. <laughs> and, and nobody's even really wrestling, right? right? Nobody's even wrestling. Right. If wrestling is not fun right now. Um. But, you know, if you just look at the negative, you know, obviously, yeah, it's terrible. It's absolutely terrible what's going on right now. Are you going to find a positive? I'm trying. <laughs> dude, I'm telling you this, man. Wrestling, I started late, obviously. I was 30 years old. I only intended to have – I just wanted to have one match. I just wanted to say I had one professional wrestling match. And since then, in the past, it's seven years now that I've been I've been in, in the business. I've had so many great opportunities. I've met so many great people that I never ever thought I would ever meet. 
I mean, Dennis Haskins, Mr. Belding's my boy, right? <laughs> I've told that story. You know, I appreciate every uh, promotion that has ever gotten, you know, booked me and and put me in the ring and, and paid me and given me an opportunity to perform in front of people. I appreciate the fans that appreciate what I do. You know, I do have a lot of good memories. I, you know, I want to say, like, thank you. Like, Zealot Pro out mm-hmm. in Arizona. Mm-hmm. They've been very kind to you and I. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, he, you know, just in the past, I think I've worked two shows for them. Mm-hmm. And they've bu- booked me against, you know, really great talent. You had Deppin and you had and Jimmy, uh, Jacobs. Jimmy Jacobs. You know, I got to... You've I, only worked two shows for them? I think so. They haven't had too many shows, right? They've had maybe, like, four or five shows total. I don't know. I feel like there's more than that. What? You might be right. But there's, you know, there's just so much that, you know, I, I have friends. You are my friend yeah. because of professional wrestling. I still remember, like, the first day we fucking met. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you remember it. Tell me. Remember, we, we were about to do a show mm-hmm. for SoCal Pro, one mm-hmm. of the school shows. Yep. And you and I were hanging out with Kid mm-hmm. prior to that. Mm-hmm. And Kid was telling us something, and you and I were just laughing our fucking asses <laughs> off. And and then I started riding with you yep. up to cha- championship wrestling uh, from Hollywood. Mm-hmm. With Big Duke. With Duke and maybe somebody else, I can't remember. I think uh, Julius, maybe Julius, maybe yeah. Julius. And I remember what I didn't really know Devin. I knew he was part of Arrogant Bastards, which I thought was a stupid name. <laughs> but Rick Ellis, you're a fantastic wrestler. You know how I feel about your wrestling ability. Um, what is an arrogant bastard? I hate you so much. Anyway, so Devin, I, I'm, I'm riding with him up to tr- Championship Wrestling from Hollywood, and. I didn't know Devin had a fucking mouthpiece on him because this guy. <laughs> they, I, 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 I am terrible with promos when it. Be, people don't understand how hard it is to, to cut a promo when it's just a camera in yeah. front of you. Cutting a promo when there's an audience around you and people watching is so much easier. Mm-hmm. A live promo, I guess mm-hmm. you would say, right? When it's just a camera in front of you, it's a lot harder. And Devin comes out, goes, "Okay, what do you want me to say?" And they were like, hey, say something about this, say something about this. And Devin goes, okay, I got it. Uh, how, much you want me, how long do you want me to go? And they were like, 60 seconds, a minute. And Devin goes, okay, I got it. And just <laughs> motherfucking one take. <laughs> one take kaiju. And I was just like, holy fuck, Devin can cut a promo, dude. And then, uh, and now obviously, you know, like you and I, we've spent so many fucking hours driving to Arizona, mm-hmm. driving back, even driving to other places, you know, like, and, you know, you're one of my friends. Mm-hmm. You're, you're one of my good friends in professional wrestling, and I appreciate that because, you know, you're basically like the person that I found where I was like, cool, I have a guy that I can ride with and go right home. Yeah, exactly. You know, I don't want to hang out. I don't want to hang and out. And unlike Dan, point. we're not going to get there four hours early. <laughs> and you know what? There's another <laughs> one. Dan, you know, you, you, Dan, and I, we spent so many fucking hours on the road together, and it was so much fun. Mm-hmm. And as much as it sucks, in the moment, yeah, I look back at it now, oh, fun. and I'm like, man, it was so much fun like dra- driving with Dan and, and you. And here's the thing about Dan. Dan was one of the guys that I originally started uh, training with. He mm-hmm. had already maybe like been like two years in the business, something like that. And I would train with him. A little bit of a dick. A little bit of a dick, okay, when I first started training. But you know what, man? The guy, he ended up being one of my better friends in professional wrestling. He he helped me out with a lot of opportunities. And, you know, now he's, you and Dan are basically, I think, who I text most with. Mm. 
Um, I messaged a lot with Hammerstone, and I think that's about it. Hunter? Oh, yeah, Hunter. Yeah, yeah. I, I messaged with Hunter a lot, too. Um, but, you know, I, I do have friends. I do have friends that I – and I didn't expect to get into this business to make friends. Right. I just was like, hey, I want to go be a professional wrestler, and, uh, you know, maybe my family and friends will come watch me and, you know, blah, blah, blah. So there is there is good that comes out of out of professional wrestling and there is good friendships and there's good memories and anybody that's going through you know that you know they're kind of upset with professional wrestling right now yeah it, it feels it it doesn't feel good right now but also just look at all the opportunities and, and friendships and and people you've met and opportunities you've had over the the time that you've been in the business and understand <clears throat> You know, it's not all negative. Dude, my first good experience with pro wrestling, um, I had just started. Dude, so my senior year in high school, I I started going into it. So going into it, I knew I was going to train to be a wrestler. I knew it. It I wish I had that mentality. And I go, I'm I'm, going to be 18. I'm going to train to be a wrestler. This is what's going to happen. So I guess it was right after my junior year ended at the end of uh, summer. I found out where I was going to go. I planned it out six months in advance. They said, dude, you're way too light. 160 pounds. You need to gain weight. You need to be closer to 200 and all You this. still need to gain weight. I know. I lost so much weight during this stupid quarantine. Um, <clears throat> dude, uh, over the summer and to, when I started training was the end of, I think it was December 27th or 26th. I think it was the day after Christmas I went up there and started training. Um, I put on 35 pounds of muscle. God damn, kid. It was 195. Gas to the gills? Gas to the gills. I saw a picture. I was like, oh, damn. <laughs> 195 going into there my first day of training. Um, but that a couple months later, uh, WWE was doing WrestleMania 21 out here. Um, and WrestleMania goes to, goes Hollywood. And they did their WrestleMania access at, at uh, the Universal Studios City Walk. Mm-hmm. And they had on stage... They're doing all this stuff, you you know, walk around, get a badge, and do all this. But they had on stage, they had Farouk, and they had a couple other people, and they go, all right, we're gonna do, you know, a push-up contest, whatever it was, and uh, who wants to be up? Who wants to do the push-ups? Whoever wins gets whatever, you know, an autographed chair or something like that. And so they had these guys go up there. I had, I was, I think I was there by myself, or I went with a friend that was like, this is stupid. He didn't went off and did his own thing, and they went up there for the push-up contest. And I'm like, I'm just gonna do this by myself. Like, I don't, I don't need to be part of the contest. <clears throat> so they do it. He goes, all right, ready, go. And I drop down. I'm near the front because I wanted to see if I could keep up. Mm-hmm. And I'm pounding out push-ups. I'm going through it. <clears throat> and we're done. They're done. And Frugal Clover's like, damn. <laughs> I'm like, what? Yeah. He's like, he's like, he's like, you should have been up here. He's like, you were kicking ass. I'm like, thanks, dude. He's like, what's your name? <laughs> Devin. I'm a kaiju motherfucker. <laughs> I'm Devin. <laughs> He's like, he's like, hey, you should. What do you do? Were you training? I'm like, I'm trying to be a wrestler right now. He's like, all right, keep at it. And I was like, fuck yeah. Oh, <laughs> you know man. what I mean? And I was, that was like my first little experience where it was like, yo, dude, you're doing something right. Yeah. You know. And it was. There's a lot of little. Uh, there's a lot of little moments like that in wrestling where you're like, dude, you meet so many cool people and so many cool things happen. Yeah. So yeah, there's a. You know, there, I feel bad for anyone, especially who's just a fan. And right now it looks terrible. And if you're on the inside, it looks terrible. Mm-hmm. But yeah, there's a lot of. A lot of cool moments like that. Um, you met your wife because of wrestling. I met my wife because of wrestling. I met her at a show. I uh, I was I was thrown over the top rope of a battle royal, and I landed at her feet. <laughs> her and her friend, and uh, her friend, I found out later, was like, "Oh, he's cute." 
But I'm looking upside down, I'm seeing my wife, and I hear, oh, he's cute. I'm like, fuck yeah. Puff <laughs> up my chest, go to the back. <laughs> she thinks I'm cute. Wrong girl. <laughs> anyway, that's how I met her, though. Um, but, uh, yeah, man. Did you have, I have one more thing I want to add, if you, if you don't have anything else. No, well, no, I, I mean, that's basically what I wanted to get in. It was like, you know, you and I, like I said earlier, we were texting, and that was like this morning. Yeah. And, you know, it was down. And I just was like, God, there's... You know, you start remembering everything that you've done and all the opportunities you had, and, and it's just, it's, you know, it, it's not all bad. Right. It's not all bad. So here's my here's my last thing I want to add. So I talked about this before. It was like a little a little joke, and it's still a joke. And everything's a joke until it's real, right? Everything's <laughs> a joke until it's real. Someone I forget who it was. It might have been Norris. Was like that's a great idea. He's like, you should do that. You should actually do that. So I made a joke on this podcast a couple weeks back about uh, hazmat wrestling, <coughs> where <laughs> yeah, yeah. get the get the crowd in there, separate them all, charge a hundred bucks per ticket. Comes with a hazmat suit. You have your own table that's blocked. I don't know if you've been to a, a grocery store lately, but it's got like plexiglass uh, surrounding you know in front of you, so you can't actually yeah, talk to that person. Yeah. So have your booths be booths off with uh, plexiglass for that day or saran whatever keeps the you know their fucking germs to themselves. But BYOB, bring your own drinks, bring your own food, pay for the ticket. It comes with a hazmat suit and then section it off. I want to know if there's any desire for that whatsoever. Because I would 100% book a hazmat wrestling show with a live crowd, but you got to be in your suits and you got to be in your section and you got to be behind your plexiglass with the wrestlers. And it sounds so absurd, but I'm telling you, man, there's there's a fever for it. Not that kind of fever. <laughs> we will check fever. I would check fevers at the door if this ever happened. But there's people that are ready to get. They're sick of this shit, uh-huh. and they want to be in an, in an, in an audience now. I think you'd be 10, 15, 20 feet away from other people. You'd be all at your own booths and stuff. But it'd almost be like, uh, you know, when you go to a when you go to a fancy play and you're sitting up in the opera booth seats like that. That's what it is. You guys are all in your own <laughs> section. Bring your own food. Bring your own drinks. If there's any interest in a hazmat wrestling show at like a club or a bar, I want to hear it. Hit oh. us up at Hogsman Pod on Twitter, on Instagram. DM us, email us, whatever. I don't know if we still we don't use the YouTube page anymore. But oh, yeah, uh, yeah, I mean, hey, if, fi- figure out a way to get in touch with us. If you would have any interest in this, I want to know. Uh, Devin, I have interest in it. Yeah. Okay. I'll give you the good brother rate. Okay. For for booking. Okay. And uh, I'll do it for you, man. Okay. I want to support you. Thank you. I want to support you. This wouldn't be for me. This would be a social experiment. Oh, is this, this would okay. be for America. <laughs> this would be for America. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Um, so it'll be happening on July 4th. <laughs> uh, we already have something going on July 4th. I know, I know. Uh, maybe, hopefully. Maybe. Still. Hopefully. Maybe something this weekend, hopefully, still. Uh, well, July 10th is Canna Pro Wrestling. Right. You and I might be doing something for it, uh-huh. but it's not on July 10th. Right. So anyways, Canna Pro Wrestling, July 10th. And also, I think it's online. I and also it's, it's hazmat it. wrestling. If there's, I really, there I, I know it sounds like I'm joking. I really want to know. I will get backers for it. I'm dead serious. I'll get backers for it. We'll find the venue, and we'll make it happen. Yeah, I'm a hundred percent serious. I think, I think it would, I think it would be good. I think it would be fine. You'd have to. Tr- the, I'm telling you now, the tickets would have to be hundred bucks though, because it'd be because the venue's not going to make money. Bring your own food and drink. Because I'm not going to have waitresses going to your table giving you COVID. <laughs> so eat at your own table. You're there. I'm telling. I think there's a way to do it. I think you could 
dress it up and make it look really badass. We had um, we had uh, uh, Carlo Cannon on the podcast, and he did uh, underground wrestling. He did underground wrestling out in, in Australia. And to me, I'm in my head, I'm like, oh, kind of the same vibe, maybe like a little Mad Max Fury Road vibe uh-huh. where you're all in there and you're basically, you know, gladiators going at it for people. Two, uh, two men enter the ring, one man leaves. Yep, every time. Yeah. Uh-huh. Could be interesting. Could be interesting. Uh, well, hey, if there is a... Uh, What's our sign-off today? <laughs> <laughs> if there is a uh, an audience for it, like I said, I'll give you the good, bro- good brother booking rate. Okay. And uh, we'll 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 get it going. Devin's gonna DM Joey Janela tonight and see if GCW wants to run that. <laughs> that yeah yeah. Tell you the truth, uh, that is copyrighted. <laughs> that is copyrighted. Yep, we've been saying it for a while in here. I got it copyrighted a while ago. So uh, if you want it, actually, I'll give you. Did I tell you the other one that I had? Go for it. This I think I maybe said this on the podcast too. I did say this where I wanted to do an actual Mad Max Fury Road one, like out in the middle of the desert. I didn't tell you that. I'm not kidding. I want to do one like that. Like, go out, go out, uh, do like Phoenix, uh, and do like a festival type thing, like a Coachella, uh-huh. but get like, you know how they have WrestleMania weekend where they've got Prestige and Rev Pro and GCW and all that? Get all those guys there and do it for a weekend near the river or some shit. Get all drunk go. and hang out. I'll go out. I, I like going to the river. Oh, sure. I love the so river. You, uh, you get, like I said, I'll give you the good brother rate okay. again. Why you always, Why is everything about paying you? I'll pay you. I'm sorry. Oh, by the way, this Devin's the most carny motherfucker. <laughs> Get out of here. So I still owe you a piece of gum. Yeah, a piece. <laughs> um. But yeah, I think that, you know. Is that about it, man? I think that's. Uh, I'm done. I'm yeah. done. I mean, these people listening to this podcast have probably shut it off. They're, they're they shut it off an hour ago. But anyways, uh, July 10th. Canna Pro Wrestling. I think it's a Facebook Live thing again or something like that, or some kind of live. Uh, July 4th, maybe, is still a maybe. Once we get more of an idea, if it's confirmed, we will uh, tell you exactly what it is. But right now, it's just a maybe. It's still up in the air. And what else do we have? Uh, next week, our episode, uh, next week's episode, I think we're going to try and have uh, Ruby Rays. We're going to try. On. And have uh, she'll I think Jesse I think she can bring Jesse James with her from True Grit. Okay. Uh, which I like both them. That'll be fun. Uh, Ruby, <laughs> Ruby Ray's broke me in, broke me into the intergender matches. Mm-hmm. So we'll, we'll talk about that. I feel like the energy got sucked out of this room so bad after that conversation. I'm, I no. I feel dead. No, I feel, like I it feel was, dead. You know, it's a good conversation. Yeah. Uh, what else do we have? Uh, that's it, man. We don't have anything. The world is still on fire. Uh, people can't leave their homes. Live shows aren't taking place. I've seen a couple that were like drive-in ones. I saw. I think GCW yeah. ran one where people. Ask you about the GCW. Would you be more comfortable if, if you were at shows like that? What's on grass? Like a park. Everyone's spread apart, and the ring is not in like a building. How would you feel about that? I don't know. I. I it just it doesn't sound fun, man. That's the problem. Is it doesn't sound fun. fun. Yeah, I'm sure they do. I hate outdoor shows. (laughs) If that's where we're at for now on, yeah, I mean it's safer. Um, Sure. Other than the lady that hit her head on the rock. What? Uh, Yeah, during Nick Gage's entrance, everyone decided to ignore social distancing, and some lady got accidentally pushed onto a rock. Oh Jesus! Had to call the uh, EMTs who were already there. 
I'm not working that show. That's very very responsible. To have I'm not working that show. GCW, uh, you know, I'm not. I'm ignoring your impressive. emails. EMTs? That's awesome, man. That's awesome. That you say EMCs or EMTs? EMTs. Okay, that's awesome that they have them there. You're uh, supposed to in a lot of states. Is that is that what it, how it is? Mm-hmm. I don't know. There's some states where you there's the, you're under like the boxing code and whatnot. Oh, cool. Okay, well, uh, go uh, hit us up uh, on Instagram hogs at hogs and pod. Twitter at Hogsman Pod, uh, Facebook. We have a Facebook. I don't really know how to like. Uh, what are we just go to Hogsman? <laughs> Type in Hogsman. Just we don't need. Let's delete the Facebook. Oh, I think you need it for Instagram. Maybe. Don't you need I don't Facebook think so. for Instagram? If it's connected, yeah. But otherwise, no. I don't, right. So funny. So I I set out the la- the last show, right? The last show uh-huh. on Facebook. I I, I uh, it's called a boost. Am I correct? You boost. Yeah. It's a post, but yep. you boost. Yep. And I don't know what the fuck that means. And they're like, do you want to boost it? And I'm like, yeah, sure, why not? <laughs> By the way, Ted used to handle all this stuff. Yeah. And shout out to Ted. Shout out, what up, Ted? Uh, he Adam, used to handle all this stuff. You're on thin ice. <laughs> and <laughs> Thanks for everything, Adam. So I'm just like, yeah, let's fucking boost it. I don't know what the fuck that means, but let's do it. So then, it, it, just like today, it popped up. Like, your boost is over uh, price $10. Oh, you didn't know that? And I'm like, who the fuck is pay- who's picking up the tab here? Who's picking up the tab? I guess you are now. Well, so I hit up, I immediately hit up Ted. I go, hey man, I did this boost thing, and uh, it says it's up, and that somebody owes ten bucks. <laughs> um, is, is this you're not paying for this, right? And he's like, no, I took my uh, something off of it. I'm like, well, I don't know who the fuck's paying for it then, but <laughs> apparently we owe ten dollars to Facebook. Oh well, all right. Anyways. Uh, got it. So, anyways, I just got a message that I got ten dollars deducted from my bank account. So oh, sweet! Track me down. All right, but uh, so, anyways, um, yeah, Facebook. Uh, hey, Soul man, thing. I'm wearing a Devin Sparks. What's this tea called? That's a high knee tea. That is the high knee. I just got it today. I feel so fucking cool in it. Go <laughs> go to Pro Wrestling Tees. Uh, do I, do they type in Devin Sparks or American? Yeah, Kaiju? Pro Wrestling Tees. No, at ProWrestlingTees.com slash American Kaiju. And get yourself a high knee or a Hogsman pod t-shirt or a Hogsman t-shirt. Let's bury some. We haven't buried someone in a while. Let's bury myself. I told you guys when we had Dan on that I was going to buy these shirts, right? We had this conversation. You still I know. Here's the thing. When I went to buy it, everything I saw from Pro... Don't give me that look, Adam. When I went to buy it, uh, I went to their web, uh, the Twitter account for Pro Wrestling Tees, and they were like boarded up and shut down. Like, oh, they're not selling shit for a while. They're, there's protests going on there. And then... Today or yesterday, whatever you got your shirts in the mail, I'm like, okay, I guess we're still in business. So now I have to go back online and go buy them. Yeah, that's that's the kind of shit that a promoter would say <laughs> when he says, "Hey, the, I get you next time." Kid. The house was a little light. <laughs> the, the house was a little light tonight. Anyways, uh, and then if you want to go to my pro wrestling tees, type in Mike Camden. I got a couple shirts there. Go support uh, Big Duke. He's got a pro wrestling tees. Under Big Duke, I got my Duke shirt. I went to the gym in it. That's a cool awesome. shirt. It is, man. Like it's it. fantastic. And what else do we have? Anything else? Uh, oh, always remember, fuck Andy Brown. Yep. Fuck Andy Brown. Is that our new sign-off? Uh, it might be. All right. I, I guarantee that's nobody has a problem with that. No one has a problem. Nobody has a problem with that. Well known. And I think that's going to be it. But I appreciate you guys. Uh, thank you for listening to this episode. And uh, next week. Hopefully, Ruby Rays, Jesse James, and ladies and gentlemen, if you want the tip, what do they got to do? You got to take the whole hog. Adios.